Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Captain, hey Captain, sorry to just hey blame. there, Jason. Is it? Yeah, that's my. Sorry, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You finally got it. One of the day I'm leaving. Oh, I don't know if so you remember. See that you were so helpful on. I'm leaving. Hold on, deck right? Deck? Yeah, yeah. I was that's with deck you? crew. Yeah, yeah. Remember, look down at my feet, Captain. Say, remember my toes? Remember oh those yeah, toes? your toes. I remember them now. I'm, I'm and really pretty. Yeah. And your pretty hair. Very Paulina yeah. Porchkova. That don't know crush who on that her is. back in the day. Oh, okay. Um, just her on feet. a motorbike really will still get me oh. going. All right. Um, you know, I yeah. Just well, wanna... um, you know, text text me or something. Oh yeah, That's I'll, what I'll text you. Say my, right. Yeah, I'll text you my. I'll, I'll text you my number, and then you can just contact. Me. We'll keep in touch. I'll text you my. No, number. don't do that. Um. But Te- text me your name too, because you know me. I don't remember things like that. And Jason, was it? Um, you finally don't you don't call me Greg anymore. I appreciate that, Captain Sandy. It was a pleasure. Is it to Greg? Oh my God! No, no, I've been Jason. saying. Sorry, Jason. I just remember the toes. You remember know that's what? That's the one thing that makes me interesting. I paint my toes. You were always a good deckhand. I do know that. I remember the time when you were working out there and the sunlight was kind of glinting off your bald head and your mustache. And I was thinking, you look great today. You're really knowing what you're doing uh, as my bosun. That's Storm. Oh, so who that's, are you? I'm sorry. You'll give me a good reference, right? Take care. Greg, right? And Greg. <laughs> 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 there was one point where she she had to there was one point where she's like so what do we do here what do we do we hug <laughs> we never had any interaction once no no there no. there was she's like so uh yeah text me and he's like and he's like but give me your name because i will not remember I you at not, all yeah um oh, i don't even Captain, know if he has a number Captain Sandy's had so she's gotten a really good edit this season. She's not she been has. awful, and tr- really, she's not overstepped her bounds because I think Malia's a trigger for her, even though she loves her. So it's uh, it it's weird for Captain Sandy not to have 
had a big shame pity party for anybody. Oh, for but sure. She for does sure. have a lot of it. All of her interactions are great. <laughs> oh, oh, this was this was especially nice. Uh, uh, y'all, this, this is, is Below Deck Med season seven BDSM episode. BDSM episode <laughs> season true. seven episode like fourteen in a bind. I like in what a you bind. Did there. Again, great titles, Bravo. Thank you. In a bind. Get it like in a sex sling. Yeah. BDSM. No, you and I get it. I don't think Dave and half the people on the and Reed definitely doesn't get it. <laughs> Poor Reed. Poor y'all, Reed. We've got we've got a nice Gomer from Alabama as our new deckhand. Yup, I'm here to swallow the dick. Um, he he's got a big old dick he's though. Got a, I can a see big old it dick, in his y'all. face. <laughs> yeah, y'all he's got a big don't know old what dick. to do with it. But he's he's like, oh, 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 oh yeah. and <laughs> I put it in your hole. <laughs> wow, Gol- oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Golly, Miss McKenzie, this feels pretty good. <laughs> You sure your husband won't be home? <laughs> I never fucked my second cousin before. Or yep, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry, my neighbor just dropped dropped another thing of ball bearings. So if you I see didn't hear it, luckily. If you see me look over in the corner of the room, uh, oh, all right, y'all. Let's jump into this um, poodle. What's your first tea bag? Oh, I was going to intro our live shows. Oh, never mind. Oh, uh, we, it, are we, this we is accurate, like, isn't it? When this airs, yeah, this is. Yeah, right. No, is it? We have, still have Tampa left. Oh, as Tampa. Of now. Okay, I thought we were done. Okay, sorry, y'all. <laughs> we're recording things early because we're you know, on. Y'all, tour. you know me. I'm, yeah. I'm not good with knowing when things are no, or what time tr- things are. And in your defense, we're trying. I'm actually in Atlanta right now. Poodle's joining me tomorrow. I came early to see a friend tomorrow. But we're we, we will be. I stayed uh, here to get banged, and as you needed to. Yeah. And um, we're gonna be in Atlanta. We've already done it, but we are going to be on Sunday. But again, this is like now we're in Back to Future Three, where we don't know if we're in the future or in the past. What's happening? We need to move on. And your hair kind of looks like Doc Brown. <laughs> it kind of does, <laughs> Marty. Marty. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay. So, yeah, come see us in Tampa, y'all. You can go to our Instagram link tree and buy tickets there. It's going to be really fun. We're doing Single Life Friday the the 14th and my big birthday show on the 15th. Um, still planning that. <laughs> Amber and Daniel are going to come, too. They're not going to be interviewed, yeah. but they're going to come and be in the audience, so that'll be Yay. fun. I think they're Court- bringing their gay friend, too. Courtney never got back to us. <laughs> I don't know if she's coming or not. You should She'll reach out to show her again. Up. I will, yeah. Uh, I, I, sorry, I, I can't reach out to these moving targets. I got too many things to do. And we might, by the time we record this, though, I think, I got to check our Instagram, but I think Rebecca and Zied might come. Oh, good. I don't know if you saw. Now, this could be after Atlanta, and y'all have heard, and they didn't come. So, you know, who knows? Okay. Let's just talk teasing people. We need to move on. What's your first tea bag? Um... Let's talk about the fact that fucking Dave can't Dave can't help himself. Uh, He's like, you can wear my shoes if you want. Oh, I hate wet feet. I hate my feet. My feet getting my feet wet. Just let her feet get wet, Dave. Just let her feet get wet. And y'all, he gives her his shoes. And she's kind of like, of course, she goes immediately to call her boyfriend because... 
what's a night out of what's a night out with friends without some emotional abuse <laughs> for her? <laughs> they, okay, I just want to say this was the saddest night out ever. Just period. I mean, already Storm has walked off. Z yeah. can't even cover. Storm's like, I'm gone. Fuck all you guys. Storm literally says, I'm gonna be more entertained by going to do anchor watch than instead of being around you assholes. So he's yeah. gone. And now this, I mean, it was just and Z has to comfort Storm, and he's just looked over his best friend yep. as lead deckhand. Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And the woman who was chosen lead deckhand, he secretly wants to bang, and she doesn't want to be with him. You mean C? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's weird. Uh, and Z said, but Z says later, Court's happiness overrides my own sadness. He's such a good person. He's too good. He is. He's too pure for our world. He is too uh, But y'all, Tosh, it doesn't. Speaking of someone who has absolutely no relationship EQ at all, Ooh. fucking Tosh, she's basically calling her boyfriend's like, I miss you. I need to talk. To, I need to speak to my dogs. And and Dave's like, come on, we're, we need to leave. Dave, he should not have been there, but. No. Uh, no, no. But the idea when she said, I want to speak to my dogs, he should have left. But at this, what she, and then the boyfriend said, who obviously knew who it was, said, leave me alone. Fuck off. She lost, loses her mind, sobs in the bathroom. Of course, I like Courtney saying, not mine. <laughs> no, I mean, not, but I mean, y'all not crying, but just like sobbing, <laughs> racked with sobs. <laughs> I, I don't mean, want any more men in my life. Just you, Kyle. You would, you'll be my, you'll be my fag hag forever. I'll be well, a fag hag forever. The thing when Kyle looked at her and said, "You need to get off the fucking man train." That's the truth. I don't know if she'll hear that, but I hope she does. He enables it though. He enables this well, shit. It is this classic: woman falls apart, gay man builds her back up. Yeah. Ugh. Boy, I've been there in my twenties, and let me tell you, y'all. Yeah, you used to that was that that was your alter ego I, for a long time. I got out of it. Those women don't talk to me anymore, and I'm okay with that. You're a lot happier. I am a um, lot happier. I what? Yeah. What do you? I think we talked about it last episode, but what do you think about Natasha kind of saying that to him? And later on, she's like, "We were having a private conversation that only." us two could have heard when he was confronting her about it. Um, they, they weren't having a private conversation. I agree. She I was think talking was... about it loudly at the table. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 yeah, I still think she look Talia's a dick. She's just an asshole. I like yeah. her, but she's just an asshole. And, but, I, but she's a likable asshole. Cause she's yeah. funny. And I think, like we said before, she's right most of the time. She just has a very um, unfortunate way of saying things. Yeah, 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 yeah for she sure. She got she and boy, she's t you can tell she is sick and tired of most of the people on this boat. Actually, she's just annoyed with Kyle and Tasha's click. But and, yeah, sorry, I thought you were done. Uh, no, I'm done. Say, I relate to her or relate to. Tosh and Kyle, because when y'all, some days I wake up in the morning and I go over to Poodles and I go, how was your day? And Jake looks at me and says, I've got six personalities today. Pick one. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm in fear. 
Got six personalities today. You just pick one. I love God, I love her. Said, that's what she's so. That's it. Is that she almost like she has these moments where she calls out her own ridiculousness and absurdity. Yes. But she's but instead of fixing that absurdity, she almost doubles down on it and it says, "But this is who I am." Well, a lot of things she the way she gets through a working environment is through kind of insults with people and it all yeah. works fine until it gets, it's not surfacy anymore. And until there's truth in the insults. Yeah. And you can kind of, you can kind of overlook it. Um, it's, it's the fine line of the, of the, it's the fine, fine, very fine line of the difference of doing a really well done roast of someone, a comedy roast. Yeah. Or, just being mean to them. And honestly, this is so gay. This is so gay, what I'm about to say. We really see this a lot in Drag Race. <laughs> because when they do the roast. When they do the roast, because there's always a queen or two that just don't mean. know the, who's just mean. Yeah. And that's where she started off being more comedy roast, and now she's just going to mean. Yeah, I agree. I think oh, that's gay. It is. I don't expect any less. Um, <laughs> you love honestly. me, you whore. I don't know why my microphone lights turn from green to orange. I hope that's not something wrong. <laughs> no, you probably pressed a button. I think you're you're going back and forth between the microphone and your speakers. Oh, no. Is that bad? No, no it just don't touch it. Okay. Don't. Don't touch the hot iron poodle, just like Asia. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all, Asia had a uh, TikTok that someone had sent me, and she was she was at home in New Zealand, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so hot! I can't believe I'm so excited! You, it's like I'm just so fucking excited to see the people I grew up with." <laughs> And she's like, it's just ridiculous. And she was so happy. She's like, and she's like, it's so beautiful here. Well, maybe not here because that house is shit. But it's just, <laughs> she was so funny. Uh, I, I, I love, I love imitating her. I, I would love to be, I'd love to meet her and do it right in front of her face. Oh, she uh, would love it. Yeah. She I, was I, like, that's hilarious. She's such a good time. I love her. Uh, my, uh, that, but that was my, was, did you have a next, another tea bag? I'm sorry. Did you, did you already say it? We saw her this episode cause we saw her in flashbacks, right? Yeah. We saw her in below deck. She was on uh, below season, deck med. Yeah. Yeah. In the season with, with, uh, Tom, Tom, the cook. Yeah. Who, uh, Hannah ended up, not Hannah. Malia. Malia ended up dating. Yeah. No, she dated him before. Oh, okay. But they're not together now. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. Were you into Tom? Uh, he was hot at the beginning, but he was such an asshole. Oh. He was a he was a little crazy, but not crazy fun crazy. Just a dick. Oh. Uh, Again, good you chef, gotta be though. fun crazy for poodle. I have a question yeah. for you because I I don't know what I think about this, and so literally I'm not trying to be coy. I literally don't know. Um, when Kyle says if we ran the boat like uh, if we ran the boat like Talia, we would we wouldn't we would pretend that we don't have any guests. So where do you think they're right on this? Where, cause I see his point. It does seem like she sometimes forgets that we're there on a charter boat, but I also feel like or with guests, but it does seem like Kyle, obviously Kyle and Tosh are having like fucking free time all the time. There's a gray area. 
Um, okay. And for it to happen, what what Nat objects to is them seeming like they're always having fun together and when they're doing actual work, when they're supposedly, uh, and uh. she, and she knows, she knows Kyle's a fuck up. He does do his job, but she sees, she sees, we, we think we said this before. Maybe this is on the previous episode. She sees weakness in both Kyle and, uh, Tosh. And, and don't she you hates think she, it. she hates it, but don't you think she also sees opportunity? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's the part I don't love about it. You she see can't, that she wants to take yeah, advantage of it. She can't tolerate weakness. And and especially when someone's not doing their job because she works her fucking ass off, y'all. That that woman works. She does. Um, she does. And you I think there's a there's a great there 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 is there is there is a, a, a place where they can meet in the middle. But honestly, I think Kyle is always spending a little much too much time with the guests. And yeah. uh and Tosh probably picks up a little bit of that work. Uh I think Nat probably is short with the guests sometimes to go do other other stuff. Yes. So I I I I think there there's a there's both are right, but what I don't like are what when it gets bad is when Nat comes back and says, so you just need to get the VIP guest room done. And, uh, and it wasn't done. And she freaks out on Kyle. And but we heard he, Kyle, we heard Kyle say though earlier, I'm going to do the VIP guest room. Yes. He never did it. And probably one of the, one of the worst throwing people under the bus that we've oh. seen this and they, season. They weren't on the boat. Kyle has no excuse. They were not on the boat. Yeah. Like me, I would, if I knew they were gone, I would do the VIP guest room first to know that that's done and they can come and be in the room and take a nap or whatever. And no, uh, he didn't want to do it. He he and he called her later on. Let's just talk about this. He yeah. calls her the head of housekeeping. If I said that to you while you were in the room, I'll oh slit your throat. My. Oh my! Um, There's no but, such thing on a boat. Yeah, even I know that. And she's she's freaking out, and he won't he won't take responsibility for it. He won't say he's wrong. And, uh, and she freaks out and she says, there's no housekeeping. There's no difference in the second students. You do, you do laundry, you do service as well as I, you do housekeeping as well as I do. And he basically, he comes, don't come for me. You can't talk to anybody like you on the boat, like you talk to me. But, um, and he says again, that phrase that I don't like when men say to women, I'll put you in your place. Like, what is that? What is that? What is that place for a woman? Yeah. You know, it's, I don't think he means it, but maybe he does mean it gendered like that. I'm not going to defend it. Him. Maybe feels, he does. It always feels like that to me, especially when a yeah. man says it to a woman. No. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but it, uh, she, and I think this was completely warranted. Um, now when wanted, she's wanted, wait from, in other from words, Kyle or from he, she, he, he, he needed to be called out for this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I just didn't know what's what, what, um, maybe not in that way, but she's just at the end of a rope earlier, earlier when she's yelling at Tosh, cause not, nothing's going to get done. She is her superior. And, uh, but only reason, the only reason Nat thinks she can even talk like that is because of Tosh's leadership style. Nat Tosh has never 
been kind of strong. The only thing she says, don't disrespect me like that. That's all she can say. I actually have a different, I disagree with you a little bit. And I'm going to tell you what about that when we come back from this break. I'm teasing you, y'all. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. So what I, I, I actually agree with you a lot on that. But what I disagree with you, or actually I was going to, but I I don't think she was yelling. No, Nat wasn't yelling. That's that's what I, this whole thing, she kept saying it over and over. You're screaming at your, and I went, she's talking sternly to you, but she's not even raising her voice. She really is just, I will say she was just, she, this, at this point in the show, I didn't even think she was really being mean. She wasn't saying anything aggressive. She was just no. saying, hey, can we do this and do that? She was just kind of trying to point out a game plan of what she needed as support. It, and, but a lot of it was bitching because she thinks that Tosh is a terrible provisioner. And she does, but I, 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 I think she's got a point. We've rarely had over-ordering with supplies like this. Although, and it's kind of like not Nat's business. She just needs to shut the fuck up about it. That, 
That's yeah. that goes back to the storm and dinner thing. Nat needs to shut the fuck up about that. Yeah, like, I agree. She's over ordering. That is none of her business. That's her job. But again, that's where it, and that's what makes what throws off Nat's credibility is that she can't leave things alone. And she honestly, she's going to go for the jugular on people to make herself look better. And she will never yeah. admit that. She says she's just no, you're calling right. out and she'll just say, I'm calling out injustice. This is no. And no, she, she has ambitions. Uh, yeah. And I guarantee you, Captain Sandy will work with her again. Oh, 100%. For sure, because she's already thrown them under the bus. I bet that she would yeah. be less inclined to mm -hmm. work with Tosh. Oh, I think Tosh is one of the worst Chief Stews uh, Captain Sandy's ever had. I she's think, pretty bad. I think, and, and she's really picky about things like this, y'all. Even though Hannah was her Chief Stew for a long time, she, they got Hannah wasn't always as nice to the guests. Was Hannah lazy? A lot, that was one of the big things. She could be. She she did get her work done, but she did like her drink and her smokes. Uh, but someone like Katie worked her ass off. And although she was a little passive aggressive, she wasn't always the best leader. Um, no. But I, of all the Chiefs dues, Tosh is the worst Captain Sandy's ever had. Yeah. And there's and the thing is, I don't think Captain Sandy was aware of a lot of it. Or, or they didn't, they didn't catch it on camera. I think in the reunion, it's going to be very interesting to see what, uh, what, what Big Sand thinks. I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be a very, very dramatic reunion. <sighs> and I, but I think Tasha's is just going to shut down like she didn't watch what happens live. I think she probably will. I think we'll see her do go through some trauma response. Oh, for sure. But Kyle and Talia are going to go at it for they sure. Will. Yep. And I don't think um, Kyle will admit anything. I think he'll say, I did what I did. And even, even, even watch what happens live when he was on there. He's like, no, I worked my ass off on that boat. And even though he admitted in some charters, he said, I was, I was, I did like 10% on that charter. So I, it's, he's, he's, yeah. he's become a lot less fun for me. It's interesting. I just, I just, I just don't think yeah. he wants to be on a boat. I don't think he wants to do this. No, job. no. I think he was there to find a husband, like a like a lot of like a lot of stews <sighs> tend to do. A rich husband. Good and that, he got one. He, he a doctor. He's marrying a doctor. Yeah, he's living the dream, y'all. God, how do you find a doctor? I don't know. Let me know. What's, yeah. the, what's the song? Let a, uh, let a uh, hoe know because I need to be doing this podcast in his yacht. Won't you Poodle's tell yacht. me how? <laughs> wow. Um, what's your it's next? Dead. Poodle sings, won't you fuck me now? <laughs> That's why it's ruined. We have, we have a dominatrix in the, uh, in the charter oh, we guest do. this time. She looks like an we alien do. too. She's walking there with those sunglasses, with her bangs, just kind of gliding yeah. through. Yes. Um, she and they okay. These charter guests are creeps. I remember Creepy. them. They are even creepier than before. It's like they've got this is like three sex tourists and all yes, these young yes. girls. I was gonna say it feels like <laughs> sex tourists with like photographing, and they're doing it out of the country so they can't get pro prosecuted for it. Do you think this will look good when we take some nudes? Let's do some nudes yeah. here. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm, they're like, are you a photographer? He's like, more of an amateur. <laughs> more of an amateur. <laughs> like, you know, I, I just you, like to watch you girls. girls. I, I bet you as an OnlyFans. Guaranteed. Oh. Because for a minute, I thought they might be gay. But I don't think they are. No, no. They're just creepy and they've had work done. They're creeps. They're creepy. Ugh. They're creepy. They're foodies. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know this, Maddie, but um, uh, truffle oil has nothing to do with truffles. It is all chemicals. Is that true? I don't know. I didn't look it up. <laughs> it seems I like did. they wouldn't be able to do that. I did look up wasp and figs, and that is true. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with eating a wasp. I just got figs all the other day. They were delicious. But he did that. He did that uh, just to, like, gross out. The girl's like, ew. And he's like, yeah, we'll take pictures of it later. <laughs> later. What a creep. Um, oh, wow. I looked this up. This is on, on Italy.com. However, the majority of rumors are true. The majority of truffle oil isn't actually made with truffles. The main ingredient is often a chemical designed in a laboratory to mimic the aroma of truffles. Huh. So the, the majority. The, result, the majority. The result is an overly pungent oil that falls flat on any dish. Wow. I, I'm not a fan of truffle oil. And if it's done, it's got to be like a couple of I, drops. Not neither am I, but I bet you that we're yeah. not a fan of synthetic truffle oil. I bet we're a fan of real truffle oil because we're bougie bitches. Ooh, I'm like a maybe I'm like a pig, and if I have a real truffle, I'll go. Um, if you mean by a dick and a pig bottom, <laughs> then yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Um, they they're they're creeps, y'all. They're awful. They're just taking like. Like, let's go up here and take some nudes. It's gross. It's gross. Uh, it's gross. It's gross. And I have a feeling it just, it never feels like art photographs. It just feels like some creeper going, yeah, I like those titties. Show me that. Ugh, show me that. Show why me would those you, titties. Yeah. Why would you two like, y'all, we are very sex positive on this show. We, yeah. uh, we've talked about kink and we're all into that, but. I don't know if I would want like we talked about Folsom an episode but ago. This Folsom. doesn't feel this doesn't feel empowering. This but, feels yeah, like <laughs> and I'm I'm not looking forward to this BDSM party on the boat because also too I don't want to I guess those people are there to serve your every whim. But if I let's say I was into BDSM and I was a charter on a boat, I would I would think about, well, I know I'm paying a lot of money, but maybe my guest even though I'm paying a lot of money, I, if this is puts the guest in an uncomfortable situation, or the, I'm sorry, not the guest, the people that work on a boat in an uncharted, uncomfortable situation, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. But I guess that's why I'm not rich because I care about what people. These think. people don't don't give a shit about that. I it just, is it's all about. I think they're trying to. A lot of times, people who um, the thing about the BDSM community is the majority of the people who practice it are it's all about power and the lack of it and playing with power and there has to be consent across that, the board that's what and, i was going to say it's and very this safe feels, spaces this feels like a place where the power dynamic is already kind of skewed yes and yeah yes. and that's and, why and it not a safe good. space not yeah, a safe why, space that's why it doesn't feel good 
Um, I don't know. Maybe these men are very good at that, but it it feels like they're there with a bunch of women in their early twenties who they just want to take pictures of their boobies and and have it, orgies with. I guarantee you, yeah. they all fuck each other. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, so let's talk about. We didn't say much about Reed aside from he's from Alabama and he's young and he's hung. And full of cum. <laughs> Fourth generation roll tide. Roll y'all. tide. I mean, he says that he says that he has a habit of putting his foot in his mouth and saying the wrong thing. We get it edited. This episode he's fine, but we see that he says something that upsets Courtney next episode. It makes her cry. So apparently he he says often, this is not a good sign. Kind of like Jason. He says, often. I think I'm the funniest person in the room, but I'm the only one that thinks I'm funny. I'd agree with that. (laughs) I think he is trying to show that he knows what he's doing. He'll be fine for like three episodes. He'll be fine. Like, yeah, because there's only three more episodes left, right? Yeah. Including, yeah. Three more after this one. Of course, literally 17, 15, 16, 17. And I think the reunion is 18, but literally he just made Courtney fucking cry. In the next episode. In the next episode. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think Reed um, is one of those people. He'll be a footnote in Below Deck history, unfortunately. We'll, we'll, we'll barely remember him. You know, it's like the Reed? one. It's like the one from uh, the, the blonde from Below Deck Sailing to replace, who replaced um, Gabriella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was with Gary wanted to fuck. But here's the deal, though. I it makes me, you know, what it makes me appreciate, or who it makes me appreciate, Culver, because you could say that Culver is just a boring white guy as well. But Culver really, I think, has so on, on below deck, deck down, down under. under you mean, has Badoo. more of a mag, has, Badoo has more of a magnetism than Reed does. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I think that's that may not be fair to compare them because Culver's had a lot more experience. Um, and he's just a different personality, but yeah, I can, I just mean his interesting white straight guy. Oh, I don't think they're, I don't even think that they're cut from the same cloth. One, one is playing a different, uh, character trope than the other. One is playing Uh, the inexperienced weird guy. What did you think whenever we call captain Sandy? Yes, sir. (laughs) Great. Uh, I need more. I need more. <laughs> he probably almost wets his pants around her. <laughs> yes, sir. At one point, he's like running through, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, ladies. Sorry, 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 sorry ladies. Sorry, sorry ladies." Oh, what's your uh, next one? It smells like polecat around here. <laughs> polecat. Oh wait, I have my next one. Can we talk about the storm and Talia breakup? Yes. Sure. <laughs> I mean, no, but like, we didn't expect this. They like had this conversation about why he left. And she basically just says, like, look, she was like, um, we have a good time. But then when we go out and start drinking, and she's like, that you act different to me. And she says, this is too much, if I'm just being honest. And Storm kind of recants and says, I understand that my actions weren't appropriate, but I'm very stressed. And I went, I feel like he took all the brunt of this. Like it was his fault per se, but, or maybe he just wants well, to 
move no, on. No, what he want what he wants to do is he doesn't want to talk about it, and that it's easier for him to take. He knows Nat well enough that it's easier to take all the responsibilities. So she, and really, she wanted to talk about it more, and so maybe it's almost in a one way punishing her because she wanted to talk about it more. He just leaves, but she doesn't. But she maybe wants to talk. She did seem to want to talk about it more, but she also said, like, yeah, I'm done. So I kind of think he was like, what do we talk about now? Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, yeah. So That, that ended a lot quieter than I thought it would. No, you're right. I think he's, he's so in his own head. He, he, ha- he really hasn't done what Captain Sandy thought he would do. And kind of risen above all the crazy thoughts in his head. He's still so worried about doing a good job that it's 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 sad because maybe his next charter he'll be better. But he's been kind of a messy person on this season. And he was much better before he was bosun. Definitely. You really loved him when he was a pirate. Yep. Not so much after. So you still wouldn't <laughs> have sex with him? You know, I don't know. Oh, all wow. the all the fun stuff is gone. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's all gone. Sorry, Storm. Too bad. Um, Poodle, this isn't a theater, but I just need you to do a little bit of a reenactment of where of kind of what was happening in the mind of Captain Sandy whenever she saw two women just sitting in chairs <laughs> butt ass naked on the front of her boat. I'm glad you said that because uh I kind of wrote a little monologue uh oh, okay. for that. Please oh. go ahead. Oh my, is that is that what I say? Look at that out there. Ah look at just just sitting there bare as the day God made him. <laughs> Just look at that. Look at, look at those. Ooh, it's almost like she's got a papaya under one arm and a mango under the other. <laughs> makes me, makes me think about I don't know that time in Mykonos when I was when I was having that affair with a chambermaid, and she and I were just listening to Paul Cole all night long. I don't want to wait. For our lives to be over. And we did wait, Maria. We did wait. And that's the choice I made. And if I would have taken the other road, it would have made all the difference. But now I'm here. And I'm a DJ. And I got back on that whaling vessel. And I never saw you again. So I can just look at two stacked broads and their asses from this captain's hook. Pretty good life, right? Oh, hey, Jason. What's your name? And with that, and with that, that's the show. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Go to our website. You know where to find us. I'm so stupid. That that laid me out. Just end it. (laughs) Y'all, we'll see you next time. Until then, next time. Anchors again.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.